Welcome back to the Secret of a Successful Life series podcast. In the last episode, we noticed how our characters heard about the surprise attack on Pearl Harbor. In this chapter titled, When Grieving Hearts Respond to Pearl Harbor. While there will be some expected reactions to this tragedy, there will be a couple of unexpected situations that will take place in this episode. The day of and those following the sneak attack on Pearl Harbor affected our family in many ways. The best way for me to share this is to reflect on the day-by-day events of that week and how our extended family, and for that matter, our nation responded. After David and Anna's family heard the news on the radio, the Sunday noon meal was put on hold. Anna, Oscar, Mary, and Anna Mae, join me in prayer. Let's kneel on the living room floor. This day will affect everyone in our family. Starting in prayer, David led the family to look to God for strength in frightening times. Following the prayer time, David suggested that he and Mary go next door to talk to Marlene and her family. While they had surely heard the news, they might need some comfort with Leo surely being put in danger soon. What David and Mary saw surprised and angered them both. Walking over to the neighbor's house, David firmly knocked on the back door. Soon, Glade, Marlene's dad, came to the door with a different mood than what David and Mary had expected. Why, David and Mary, come in. I reckon you heard the news on the radio. Isn't that great? Now that we're at war, we'll have better farm prices. Why, we'll get our farms paid for. This is the best thing that could happen to us. Come on in and sit down. Walking in from the back porch into the living room, David was starting to fume with anger over what he had just heard. How could Glade look at this tragedy as a way to make money? Sitting down, David held his anger in check and said, Mary and I came because of the serious situation this is. We are sure Leo and Jim will be sent overseas as soon as possible. David, you were in the last war. Didn't they pay you more when you got into the fighting? I mean, Leo will surely be making more money now that we're at war. Glade, I suppose you're right. Now, you never went to war, did you? Well, David, you know that. I couldn't go on account of my health. David thought to himself, more like your uncle was on the draft board, you lazy bum. But David continued to control his anger. Finally, he let loose on Glade. Glade, I'm just going to say it. Mary, Marlene, I'm sorry. You have to hear this, but you might as well have some idea of how serious this is. Yes, I got paid more when I was in the trenches, but not a day goes by that I don't recall that young German boy I killed when I first got into combat. He was just a kid. Then there were the times when the Germans overran our lines and it was 
hand-to-hand -hand combat using our shovels to cut them in two. Glade, I actually saw stretcher barriers carrying wounded while walking knee-deep in blood. I didn't want Leo or Jim or Oscar or Leroy to ever see that. But you and I both know they'll probably see worse. Glade, don't think this war will be easily won. We expected to have war with Germany. Now that Japan has attacked us, how are we going to fight in the Pacific? If those news reports are correct, we just lost almost all of our battleships today at Pearl Harbor. This is going to be one hard fight that will make the last war seem like a picnic. Now, Glade, I didn't come to argue. I'm sorry I got upset. This is a dangerous time, and we have to look to God for help. So if you need to talk, we're here for you folks. Marlene said, David and Mary, I'm so glad you came. I'm worried for Leo, and I know Mary is concerned about her boyfriend, Jim. We'll be talking with you and sharing what news we learn. Thank you, Marlene, Mary responded. I don't suppose the Army has changed too much since I was a soldier, but when we wrote letters, we had to write somewhere in France. We also learned to write in code, so to speak, so the censors who read our mail would not cut things out. So girls, if your guys write something you can't quite figure out, just give it some thought. Daddy, I didn't realize that. Thank you for sharing that, Mary said. After some small talk, David and Mary excused themselves and walked back home. That same afternoon, Walter, Julianne, Leroy, and Jane were settling in for Sunday dinner after church when they learned the tragic news. Julianne burst into tears, fearing not just for Leo, but also for her other son, Leroy, who surely would be called up for military service. But the unexpected family news came on Tuesday in the mail. David and Walter's households would both be shaken by this news with a note from Clara McIntosh in Rockview, Iowa. Dear family members, by now, you have heard about the unexpected attack on Pearl Harbor. This is terrible, and we pray for Leo and Jim and all the young men in our family who will surely be affected by all this. Our family has received our own Pearl Harbor sneak attack, and we need your help. Saturday, Harry and our little Oscar were out hunting when Harry caught one of the church elders with another man's wife in the country. So Harry brought Oscar home and then went to visit the sinful elder, the same man who glares at women and makes me feel uncomfortable. Harry asked the man to repent of his sin and for the time being to step down as an elder. Well, since the other elders are his physical brothers or close relatives, after church, Harry was told that he has been fired. We have two weeks to get out of the parsonage. Family members, we had visited some time back with Leo 
and he said he would not be living in the house until he got out of the army. Now that we are at war, that will be some time from now. We have no other place to go, so we need to move back home. Can you help us? Love, Clara McIntosh. When David heard this news, his anger finally exploded. I never did trust that group of leaders. After that, Grandpa Galen died last year. Harry and Clara have had an uphill struggle. Of course we're going to help them. I think we can borrow Cleo Jennings' truck and help them move this week. When Walter and Julianne heard the news, they called David and Anna long distance to see how they could help. It was decided to go together by the last part of the week and help this special family move back to the home farm. Together, maybe they could keep their tempers under control. The next morning, Julianne shared an idea of Walter. She wondered if maybe Anna and she should just take the train that day over to Rockville and help Clara pack. Walter said, Honey, that is a very good idea. Why don't you go call Anna and work out the details? Sweetheart, thank you. Now, you know, we are going to have a sizable long-distance phone bill this month with those extra calls. Julianne, I'm aware of that, but they are our family, and I would do anything I can to help them. They must be crushed right now. At times, I think I'm madder at that church leadership than I am at the Japs right now. Walter, I'm angry about both groups. However, we have to keep looking to God for strength and guidance in this. While the women worked out the details to get to Rockville, David and Oscar borrowed Cleo Jennings' truck to haul a winter's load of coal to the old farmhouse. Betsy Benson and several of the church ladies pitched in to clean up the house that had sat empty for over a year. Most of the Cedar Grove Church was upset with how their special people had been treated by the Rockville Church. Any other time, those folks might not have reacted the way they did, but that church leadership received the bottled-up anger that many had toward Japan at that moment. It was a time to seriously reflect on how the Lord wanted us to treat our neighbors near and far away. In the following days, more bad news was received. Nazi Germany declared war on our nation on the 11th of December. By the end of the week, Harry, Clara, and the children, along with Skippy Dog and Patches the cat, were lovingly and safely moved into Clara's home farmhouse. Like the nation, this family would lick their wounds and then get back up and serve the cause of Christ with more determined nation than before. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Harry and Clara's family has suddenly had to move from their home and friends. The war is about to bring some major changes that we will continue to notice in the coming chapters. Next episode is titled, Getting a New Sense of Direction for Life. We invite you to join us for this chapter.